Good morning and welcome in, everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of Scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. Have you ever gotten lost before? Have you ever been unable to find your way, not knowing where you were? When I was a teenager, I liked to go snowshoeing. I liked to go deep into the woods, make a small shelter in the snow, and then I would build a fire to cook some food. I enjoyed the seclusion and the quietness of my surroundings. I can remember one time when I was way out in the middle of an enormous swamp and got completely turned around. There was a lot of wind that began to kick up that afternoon and began to cause huge snow drifts, which covered up my snowshoe tracks. Because of this, I couldn't follow them back home. Well, obviously, I eventually got out of there because I'm here to tell the story, but it took many miles of walking in the wrong direction until I came out on a dark highway and flagged somebody down. That day, there was something that I wished I had had in my pocket, something that would have been really helpful to guide me through that blizzard. It was a compass, and I grew up in an era you know, when many people had a compass that was mounted on their windshield of their pickup. And when we can't guide off of the stars in the sky because of fall weather or clouds and storms that come to pass, it is a compass that keeps us pointed in the direction that we need to go. And this reminds me of the Christian life. The compass is been used for many years for navigation, location, and direction. We use it to find our way, whether it's on a hiking trail or on a trip to some new location. If you're trying to find eternal life, you will need a spiritual compass that is only found through faith in Jesus Christ. John fourteen six, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. The teachings of Scripture are a spiritual compass for us. When the clouds of sin surround us and when the darkness attempts to confuse and confound us, it is a compass of Christ that points us to heaven. It is the things that he taught that guides our course in this life. When the Apostle Thomas asked the Lord Jesus, how can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, I am the way. If you want to find the way home to heaven someday, Jesus is the way there. He gives us a compass so that we can find our way home. It's found in his holy word. A way is defined as a road, a track, or path for traveling along. Look at Matthew chapter 7, beginning of verse 13 says, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate. And narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. You know, I read recently that uh, they claim that there's over 4,000 different religions in the world today. And many of these people truly believe that they're going to be in heaven. But the Bible is clear that there's only one way to heaven. It is through the forgiveness and the grace found in Christ Jesus, who died on the cross for our sins. Uh, think about an airport, for example, that has lots of different gates, but there's only one that's going to lead you to your destination. You've got to make sure that you choose the correct one. 
If you've ever studied the waterways in this world, a strait is a comparatively narrow passage that connects two large bodies of water. In order to get from earth unto heaven, there's a narrow passageway that we all must go through. It's found in Jesus Christ. You know, one year, uh, my wife and my family were up in the Boundary Waters in northern Minnesota, and uh, we were canoeing across a really large lake. But in order to get to the next series of lakes, there was only one way to get there. We had to portage our canoes over the land, and the portage was very narrow. But when he stayed on this path long enough, it finally opened up into a brand new place, a completely new lake that we had never seen before. God wants us in heaven someday. He doesn't want anybody to perish. He wants all of us to come to a place of repentance and uh, to have a change of heart. Uh, he desires that we confess and admit our sin so that he can forgive us so that we can begin a new walk with him. Jesus is that narrow portage to the next lake. The teachings of Scripture are a compass that guides us all the way back home to heaven. And Jesus taught Thomas that he is a way. A way is defined in the, in the dictionary as a, an opening or a passage from one place to another. John 10 verse 9 says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. When you get into your vehicle each morning, you have to open the door to get inside, correct? When you go into the gas station to pay for your gas, you have to go through the door normally. When you buy groceries at the grocery store, you need to pass through the front door. Well, in order to inherit eternal life and get to heaven, there is one person that you will have to go through in order to get in. It is the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the only entrance point. Um, have you ever been somewhere where there was only one way to get in? Maybe you went to a concert somewhere, but you had to file through a very narrow line through a ticket booth. One person was checking and punching your ticket stub. And that's kind of like the kingdom of heaven. You have to go through Jesus in order to have access to the kingdom of heaven someday. Many people feel that there are numerous ways to get to heaven, but there is only one. Jesus explained to Thomas that he is the truth. The Bible teaches us that God is the truth and that his, way, his word is truth. John 17, 17 says, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. When we really desire to know what is true, you will find it in the Holy Scriptures. It's God's Word that helps us to discern all the falsehoods and the lies out in the world today. It is God's Word that purifies us and sanctifies us. It is God's truth that sets us free from our sinful condition when we accept the fact that we've all come short of the glory of God. It is God's truth that causes us to humble ourselves under his mighty hand. It is God's truth that leads us to apologize for the sins that we have committed against him and others. It is God's truth that leads us to cry out for mercy. It is God's truth that leads us in a new direction. It is God's truth that causes us to become obedient to the teachings of Christ. God's word 
is a compass that points to true north. It points us to heaven. Jesus taught Thomas that he is the life. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. When somebody believes something, it's going to result in an action. I mean, think about a fisherman who's out on a big lake. When all of a sudden they see thunderclouds starting to roll in on the horizon, well, if they really believe that it's going to rain, it's going to result in an action. You're going to start your motor and head for the shore. When you believe, it causes you to do something. If you really believe in Jesus, true faith will cause a change inside of your heart. It will cause you to get off the wide road of sin and onto the narrow path of Christ. If you believe in Jesus, there's going to be a change in your life. If you believe in Jesus, you'll accept the things that he teaches in the scriptures with a desire to do what he says. It's becoming a person of action. It's becoming a doer of the word, not a hearer only. That is what it means to believe in Jesus. It's a love for God proven through our actions. When you wake up on a warm summer morning and you believe that it's going to be a beautiful day, what do you do? A lot of times you'll load up the kids and take them to the park to have fun or jump in the water. Faith will lead to actions. And without works, faith is dead. Genuine faith will result in activity. Whenever you see this word believe, don't forget what it truly means. If you truly believe in Jesus, you will have a desire in your heart to obey him and to do his will rather than your own. The Lord taught that no man cometh unto the Father but by me. Think about how many people who will assume that they're going to be in heaven, but are going to come up short. You know, and up here in northern Minnesota, there's a lot of lakes that we can go fishing on, some of which are they're fairly good-sized lakes, but they only have one place to access the lake, only one place that you can put your boat in. As a Christian, we should desire the salvation of others. What we are involved with, is a, it's called the ministry of reconciliation. We are pointing people to Christ and explaining what he has done for us. We publish the gospel just as the disciples did so that we can lead others onto eternal salvation. You know, so many years ago when I was lost out in the woods, I really wished that I had a compass. It took 25 years to finally obtain one. I just happened to be walking down a street after work, going to my car, and some man finally gave me my compass, the King James Bible. I don't even know who he was. Probably an angel sent from God to rescue me. Now I know that whatever storms I might go through in the future, I will surely be able to find my way home. God gave me what I needed to survive that day that he gave me my compass. So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups. And you can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you could probably find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. 
Peace to you all, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.